with SNY TV. Um, you know me from covering the Mets, and uh, I hope you get a chance to listen to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. I had a great time. I hope you do, too. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Mets Musings is an unofficial, independent podcast covering New York's National League Baseball team. It is not affiliated in any way with Major League Baseball or the New York Mets. This is Len and Jeff from Baseball and Barbecue. And the one place to go for New York Mets news, past week game reviews, upcoming series previews, interviews, analysis, opinion, and and what's what's going going down down on the farm. farm. It's It's Mets Musings with Gary Mack. So keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. I know, I know, I said I wasn't going to do another edition until after... Till after the winter meetings, but I decided to do one during the winter meetings because there's so much stuff that came down the past week, and I've been trying to get out to do this uh, podcast for the last three days, and something always coming up. Today, today, we finally got to do it. So, without further ado, what the heck is going on? Lots of stuff going on. First off... The Mets have a new coaching staff. We knew that already, but now they finalized it. Carlos Beltran is the new manager. Hensley Mullins, the new uh, uh, bench coach. Chili Davis, the hitting coach, returns. New pitching coach, Jeremy Hefner. Yes, Jeremy Hefner, the old ex-Met pitcher. Uh, he is back as the pitching coach. Gary DeSassina will be the third base coach. Tony DeFrancesco, who was uh, the uh, uh, coach at Syracuse last year, the manager of the Syracuse Mets, is now being promoted to the first base coach. Let's see. Who else can I remember? Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, The uh, quality control coach is uh, Luis. Luis, I can't think of your last name. Let me look it up. I know it's pretty poor planning that I didn't. uh, I had it here, and then, I don't know, I started talking and forgot to call it up. How silly of me. But anyway, we have a coaching staff, and uh, you know what? If you look at it, It's a pretty decent co- coaching staff. I mean, it's not bad. It's pretty solid. Got got some guys with experience and knowledge, and I think it'll be a good uh, a good fit for uh, manager Carlos Beltran. Quality control coach Luis Rojas. Please excuse me, Luis. The assistant hitting coach is Tom Slater. The third base coach is Gary DeSassina. We mentioned that. First base coach, Tony DeFrancesco. Bullpen coach, Ricky Bonus returns. And the assistant pitching coach is Jeremy Accardo. Uh, 
So he got a promotion from uh, what, what would he have quality control of pitching last year, or some such thing, and now he is the assistant pitching coach. So, pitching coaches, uh, coaches, coaching staff, and managing staff named for 2020. 2020. Can you believe it? Coming up in a few short weeks. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, what else is new? Well. Uh, the Mets have acquired some players, nothing big, but they re-signed the relief pitcher Brad Brock, which is the third move uh, the Mets have made so far. They acquired outfielder Jake Marisnik from the Houston Astros and signed infielder Max Moroff and outfielder Jared Parker to minor league deals with spring training invites. And additionally, this offseason, the Mets have claimed Southpaw Steven Gonzalez off waivers from the Minnesota Twins and signed left-hander Jason Shreve to a minor league deal that included a spring training invite. So loading up. Uh, of course, the other big news this week is, is that the Mets lost a player. They lost Zach Wheeler. He signed with the, are you ready for this, the Phillies? like, no, you know that already. Uh, for over $100 million, $118 million, I believe the deal was. Uh, look, they weren't going to sign him. Kind of expensive. Maybe they know something. Who knows? Uh, but rumors are that they are in talk with Rick Porcello, who I mentioned last week on this podcast, if you listen. I suggested Porcello might be a good fit for this team. He had an off year last year, but... Uh, uh, coming off a couple, he had a couple of good years a couple of years ago, and maybe a change of scenery, you know, changing leagues as well, will make a difference for Rick Porcello. Also out there is a number of other guys. Cole Hamels is gone, so we can't sign him, but uh, Dallas Keuchel still out there. Um, maybe some uh, lower echelon starters that would fit the fifth or fourth starter need that they have at this particular point in time and so we'll have to see what this week brings as i said the first day of a baseball meetings as we record this uh not too much to report so far but uh we uh you know gonna try to stay on top of things and and uh let you know at the end of the week probably do another podcast maybe over the weekend we'll see when i have the time to do it but uh wanted to get this out today there was also something else i wanted to talk about what was that now let's see um oh, what the heck was it? oh i know the mets are being sold yay let's hope it's true all right let's take a quick break <laughs> and come back after this looking for great cardinals talk then check out conversations with c70 my name is Daniel Shopdaw, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the Internet today about their teams. It always goes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, www.cardinal70.com or at baseballpodcast.net. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ, 
Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com, along with Mets Musings and other great baseball podcasts. With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. And hello, we're back. And, you know, it is the holiday season. And if you're still looking for a gift for that special Met fan, or you're looking for a gift for yourself, you want to buy yourself a little bit of something, you know, there are tons of stuff you can get. But reading is always the best. And, uh, you know, there's just so many great books out there. I can I can go down the list. But, uh, you know, check out my friend Brett Tapel, his website, Tapel, T-O-P-E-L, MetsBooks.com. He's got great books. Uh, uh, too many. When Shay was home, let's see. Uh, oh, I can't even remember all his books. He's got so many of them out there. The Miracle Moments in Mets History. Go check out his books. You can also check them out on Amazon. And when you're, if you're in Amazon, check out the Wayne Coffee book. They said it couldn't be done about the 69 Mets. After the Miracle by R. Chamsky and Eric Sherman. Kings of Queens by Eric Sherman. Go check out Eric Sherman's book. Anything by Greg Prince. Go check it out. A great books. Uh, let's see who else. Um, Wayne Coffee. We said that. Uh, Greg Prince. Brett Tapel, Ron Darling's got a couple of terrific books out. You heard him on this show. Uh, Ron Swoboda, he is the catch. Go check out that book if you're a 62 Met fan. Uh, Rod Gaspar of the 69 Mets. He also has a book out on Amazon. So go check him out. I want you to go to Amazon. Check out Howie Rose's book. Uh, great book. Uh, put it in a book. Um, Eric Sherman. Look for the authors, Eric Sherman, Wayne Coffey, Davey Johnson has a book, Art Shamsky, uh, Mark Rosenman, Down on the Corner, go check that book out, Brett Tapel, Greg Prince, I'm sure I'm missing some of my friends, I'm so, uh, Brian Wright's another one, um, Skip Lockwood, Inside, Inside Pitch, check, that's a very interesting book, and the beauty of it is you can go to MetsMusings.com and look back in the archives and listen to interviews with all of these guys. So go buy the book, read the book, and then go back and listen to Mets Musings because we need the, the subscriptions. That's It just comes down to that. So go back, listen to all the interviews, listen to my interview with Pete Alonzo. Which, uh, uh, it was Peter Alonso then. Uh, that was before he was nothing. Listen to my interview with uh, Wayne Coffey, please. So go check it out. Uh, go, uh, um, Matthew Silverman has a book on Shea Stadium. Go check that out as well. Um, it's the holiday season and there's tons of new books out there. On the 69 Mets, on the 86 Mets, on the Mets in general, uh, Great Prince has got a couple of great books out. Amazing again about the 2015 Mets and Piazza about Mike Piazza. Uh, just so much out there. Davey Johnson's book, I mentioned that. I'm looking at my bookshelf to see uh, uh, what, but uh, go check it out. They make great stocking stuffers, great holiday presents. Uh, for everybody out there, all you Met fans. So go check those books 
out. And if you're checking, looking for another podcast to listen to, I know everybody wants to listen to Mets Music. Of course, it's the greatest thing out there. But there is one that's pretty decent. <laughs> And that's Baseball and Barbecue, and I've been on that show, and the guys have been on here and on roundtables, and they are terrific, and they get terrific guests, uh, both in the baseball field and on barbecue. So you can you can kill two birds with one stone. So if you love baseball and you love the barbecue, go check them out, Baseball and Barbecue uh, and BBQ. So go check them out today. Okay. We have... The possibility of new Met owners, or owner, I should say. Steve Cohen, a billionaire, who is not a, you know, he's not uh, he's not an altar boy either. But he has agreed, apparently there is an agreement in place to take over the New York Mets for, I think it was $2.3 billion. And it was originally reported as a five-year plan that, that Jeff Wilpon would stay on for five years as COO and uh, Fred would stay on for five years as CEO. Um, but everybody, you know, kind of figures that if this guy's starting to pump money in, big-time money, he's going to have the say, and he could have 50% of the team in, in whenever it gets approved. So he is not going to sit back and be quiet about anything. So I, I'm not buying the five-year thing, I think, is just a bookkeeping thing uh, for tax purposes probably and, and to square everything away. So I, I'm not uh, too worried about that. I think he's going to have, say, a lot sooner. As soon as he gets the keys to the ignition, he's going to have uh, he's going to have the most say. It's going to be his team, and he's going to run it. Now, you know, people say he's going to pump money into the Mets. We'll have to see. Um, he's going to make it a big market team, according to some reports. We will have to see. Uh, if he does, we have to support the man then. Because if he's going to pump all this money into it, we've got to help him earn some of it back. But the dream of the Wilpons leaving seems to be in in view. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And apparently there's a lot of infighting among uh, um, the Wilpon family. They, you know, apparently Jeff is, <laughs> he is a big shocker. Jeff is not well-liked, not even in his own family. Um, now, I shouldn't say that. It doesn't mean he's not well-liked. They don't like the way he runs the team and they don't like what he's doing with the team. So all cats, the uh, brother-in-law, and and essentially uh, Jeff's uncle, I would believe, right? Uh, he doesn't want to leave the team in, in the hands of Jeff when Fred passes on. Fred's 83, 84, something like that. So uh, not going to be around forever. And, uh, you know, Jeff has had arguments with his brother Barry in the past. Um, pretty heated ones, apparently, going back to 2003 and 2004. So there's some animosity, and the family, uh, I think, does not want to leave this team in the hands of Jeff Wilpon when Fred departs. And um, so the only obvious thing to do is to sell. And that's what they're going to do, apparently. And so Steve Cohen... Uh, billionaire, um, 
he is going to uh, take over as the Mets' new ownership. And we'll see. Is he going to be like Steinbrenner? Is he going to be like Doubleday? I'd like to see somebody like Doubleday because Doubleday was, you know, people forget. Doubleday came in with the Will Pawns, but he had a lot of the same. And he was kind of aggressive. I mean, you know, uh, but not not uh, Steinbrenner esque. But uh, he helped. He let uh, uh, Frank Cashman t- make a lot of the decisions, and he stayed away. But when he wanted something, he went after it. So uh, you have to see how this is all going to pan out. Uh, we should see. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting time now for them. And we've been saying this. That's going to be an interesting winter with the Mets, what they have to do, who they have to sign. It's really going to be interesting now that uh, – the team could be up for sale or is up for sale or really uh, sold. Now, the, the question's been coming up. He, uh, can he get approved by the other owners and stuff, uh, Steve Cohen? He's already been approved. He's a minority owner now. I think he owns 1% or 2% of the team. So he's been approved by Major League Baseball already. I don't even know if the other owners have to approve when, when you sell partial shares like that. But he's been approved as an owner, apparently, by Major League Baseball. So I don't think that hurdle uh, has to be jumped. The hurdle that has to be uh, overtaken is the other owner is going to get 75% of their vote. But look, if if it's an in-house thing, I think Fred is the guy that that um, the other owners like and have worked with with years. And there's been some even, you know, you read now there's been some uh, static between the, the Mets and other teams as well. So they might welcome any change to get the Will Ponds out and uh, to get somebody in here. They may not like the idea the guy's going to spend money and build the Mets up, but uh, you know what? You need a strong franchise in New York. You can't have a strong one strong franchise and a weak one in New York. It just weakens the league. Look at what it does to basketball with the Knicks being so weak. It just it just kind of takes the whole thing out of the league. And I know they'll deny it. They'll say, no, we have all these other teams. And they do. But, you know, New York is one of the biggest markets in the world. And you want to try to have, as much as nobody will admit it, you want to try to have a successful team in that market. It just, it works better for TV. It works better for everything. So um, that's that. I mean, uh, you know, that's the way it's going. So look, will he be the answer? Who knows? Who knows what whether or not Steve Cohen's going to be the answer, but... Uh, anybody that's willing to spend a little money, and he's very big on analytics. Nah, I'm not so crazy about that. But <laughs> he's big on analytics, and he is going to push for analytics. Uh, he will increase, probably increase the the, the department. And, um, you know, he's a modern guy. so uh, And he's got bucks. And he doesn't have Bertie Madoff uh, lingering over him the history of Bernie Madoff. So we'll have to hope for the best with this guy. And let's hope it goes through. And, 
you know, it's 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 a very important time now because you're going to have a lot of guys, uh, Conforto, that you need to try to extend or sign, uh, Syndergaard, um, you know, Mats, and uh, they they get Stroman this year, getting near their uh, free agency years, and the farm system isn't that great right now. At least in on the upper echelons, lower it's a little bit better, but they've got to get some more young, good, solid young pitchers in. Uh, they traded too many of the pitches. They traded Dunn and K. Those are the two guys. They still got Zapucky and Peterson, but are they are they aces? I'm not sure. They might be nice second to fourth type of guys. Um. Um. Uh, I can't. The Allen, I think, is the guy I'm thinking of that he could be. Everybody says he's got ace material, but he's down where I think he played for the Cyclones this past year, or he he stopped at the Cyclones, played a little bit for the uh, the Clones. So we don't know. Uh, you know, he's got to progress. He's got a few years yet to uh, iron out his game. So. Um, that's the big news, though. I mean, I think that's it. The the coaching staff, uh, Zach Wheel leaving. Uh, good luck to Zach going to the Phillies. Uh, and, I, and I know now, everybody's worried now. Oh, the Phil, you know, Zach Wheel is there, and now the Phillies are talking to Rendon and, and to Strasburg. Look, we went through this last year, right? The Phillies got Real Muto. Uh, they got Harper. We've already seen these guys before. So relax. If they get Rendon, we've seen Rendon before. He killed us. <laughs> but relax. We've seen, we faced Strasburg before. It's not like we're seeing any new guys. It's just that they're all going to be on one team. But remember, Harper, Rendon, Strasburg, we're all on the Nationals. So we're just switching him to a different red-colored uniform and, and, and down the, the turnpike or up the turnpike a little bit to Philadelphia if they do that. I don't think that it's going to happen. I, I still believe Strasburg will go back to uh, the Nationals, and I think Rendon will probably end up out on the West Coast somewhere with the, either the Dodgers or the Angels or uh, Oakland or somebody. Not Oakland. They're not going to pay the money. Um, so I don't think we're going to see Rendon. Uh, and as far as Zach Wheeler goes, we know Zach Wheeler. We know his strengths. We know his weaknesses. He's going to be too pumped the first time he plays us. He just got to wait him out a little bit. It'll be okay, man. It'll be okay. All right. Uh, okay, I got nothing else. I, I'm all tuckered out now. So uh, let's gonna let's gonna call it a show, and um, we'll be back uh, quickly after right after the uh, winter meetings. And until then, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings.